But let's turn our attention to the cricket. The World Cup's been going on. The Shield is underway. And fair to say it was a much-needed win for the Vicks on the weekend. And uh, our McCafe coffee catch-up. Buy a pair of Silly Socks for the five ninety five from now on until November 18 to support the Ronald McDonald House Charities. The skipper, Will Sutherland, has been good enough to join us. G'day, Will. Hey, Julian. How are you going? Good, mate. Uh, you must be pretty relieved about that result uh, given the first couple of matches this season. Yeah, definitely. It's been a tricky start to the season for sure. Um, yeah, not what we had planned, but yeah, really proud of the way the boys bounced back um, over the last few days. So great to be uh, on the winners list. So as a captain and as a you know the coach Chris Rogers and, and some of the leaders in the group, how did you handle the first couple of losses heading into this game? Because you know they weren't just losses; they were, they were significant losses. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, we, we try to keep it in perspective a bit. I think we played some quality opposition um, and a fair bit didn't go away. I still haven't won a toss yet, so <laughs> a bit of work to do there. Um, but yeah, WA and Queensland are both good sides. sides um, but yeah, still no excuse to get done by an innings. So um, we had yeah plenty of personal improvements to take out of it. But as a team, I did, yeah, we just didn't want to jump at shadows or anything like that. And we knew... Um, our best was definitely good enough. So, um, yeah, that's shown over the last few days. And um, now I've got a taste for it. Hopefully we're away. Is, is it been heads or tails that have been letting you down there, Will? Oh, I've been chasing my tail a little bit. So <laughs> um, if you've got any advice on, on how to win a top, let me know. Well, you're a 50-50 chance. Pat Cummins doesn't win them very often. So it, do, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Hey, tell us about the deck there at the MCG. I mean, Peter Hanskin was, was pretty impressive, 43-90, and 90, and Fergus O'Neill made it 70, but it, it looked like a pretty tough deck for batting, looking at the scores. How did it actually play? Yeah, it was definitely tricky. Um, yeah, obviously would have liked to have bowled first, but, um, yeah, the last two games we've, we've batted first there, and it's actually been um, almost a bit slower and, and harder to get the nicks on day one, and then it quickens up on day two, so I think it's worked in our favour there, um, but obviously it was yeah, incredibly tough batting conditions, and um, yeah, Ferguson, Petey really were the were the ones that were able to um, dig in and and get some valuable runs on the board. So big credit to those two. Uh, Fergus O'Neill, man of the match in the end, four for twenty three, one for thirty two, and uh, an invaluable seventy not out as you mentioned there, putting on the last what four wickets for one hundred and fifty three to to really put you in a strong position ahead of New South Wales second innings. He's He's becoming a pretty good story. Uh, Andy Marr on the run home, he's got him in his little black book, thinks he's a, a player of the future. Just take us through uh, his performances over the last uh, 12 to 18 months and, and sort of the development in his in his bowling in particular. Yeah, he's definitely come a long way. Um, yeah, he keeps it nice and simple. He's not overly quick or anything, um, just incredibly accurate and just does enough with the ball up front. Um, and, yeah, he can... Certainly bad as well, um, and he's a he's a great great guy to have around the group. He's uh, yeah a bit quirky and brings plenty of energy. Um, got the chains and the earrings and all that sort of thing. Bit of bling, um, <laughs> but he's a yeah, great guy and um, superb teammate. So hopefully he can keep getting it done for us. Talking to Victorian captain Will Sutherland after a convincing two hundred and five run win over New South Wales to get the Vicks their first Shield win this season. I, I noticed in an article was suggested that uh, after getting out in the first innings, uh, Peter Hanscom might have got a little rocket. Can you take us through what happened there? Oh, yeah, I think the coach did have a little word to him. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll play the nice guy, so I'll stay out of that. Um, but, yeah, Chris Rogers did have a, a little word to him. He probably would have been slightly disappointed with his dismissal, but, um, yeah, still batted incredibly well in that first innings. But then to 
respond the way he did and um, get the 90 um, was amazing. So, yeah, he's obviously a class player and um, a big big support for mine as well as the ex-captain. So, um, yeah, we hope he can keep batting really well. Just looking at um, Marcus Harris, we had him on the show last week. He missed the first game, you know, due to the birth of his son. He, he didn't get runs in the in the, the first match he played this season. Missed out again on the weekend. How how's he faring? Given we know there's a spot there potentially in the Australian team for Marcus if he can make some runs, but but just so far it's not clicking for him. Yeah, I think Harry's a, a big one where um, you know he knows his his best is definitely good enough, and he'll keep it in perspective, uh, much like. We did for the um, first two losses. He knows that yeah, big scores always around the corner for him. So um, I'm sure he won't be changing a whole lot, and um, he'll just be trusting his game. And yeah, I have no doubt there's a big score for him around the corner. And um, yeah, hopefully that leads into Australian opportunities this summer. What about your own Australian opportunities, Will? You've had a fantastic 12 to 18 months. Do you feel it's it's not too far away? Is it at the back of your mind? Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah, you always think about it here and there it's obviously always the dream growing up um but yeah as I always say just try and keep uh, performing for Victoria and um trying to win the game for you know whatever team I'm playing in and um yeah if Australian opportunities do come that'd be great but if not up yeah I love playing for the Vicks and hopefully we can keep um having good wins like last last few days the match on at the MCG was also Nathan Lyons uh, return to first class cricket you've got him at the Renegades this year how did how did he look out there yeah, he looks good. Um, yeah, first first game back for him, he's said he's been doing plenty of calf raises, so I'm <laughs> sure he'd be very happy, very happy to be back out there. Um, but yeah, he just did his usual stuff, bowled really well. Probably didn't get the rewards, but um, yeah, obviously really excited to be playing with him for with the Renegades this season. I'm sure he'll have um, plenty of wisdom for myself and the rest of the group. So it's really exciting. Have you got an idea of how many matches he'll be available for the Renegades, given the the, the test schedule? Um, probably not a heap. I think maybe um, a couple up the front, which would be good. Um, but yeah, he's a very um, you know good team guy. I'm sure he'll be around the group as much as possible. So yeah, big signing for us. I'm tipping you've been watching the World Cup closely, obviously watching the Aussies' fortunes. But uh, you do have someone coming in by the name of Quinton de Kock for the Renegades, who's been in some pretty handy form. Yeah, definitely. Um, hopefully he's... Still got some runs left for us when he comes to the Renegades because he's, yeah, he's been on fire. So, um, yeah, loving the, the shots he's playing and especially that square of the wicket um, will we'll be really suited to Marvel. So that's, yeah, really exciting for us. Where do you sit on the 50-over format? Once a World Cup comes around and you can see when, you know, um, things are on the line like a World Cup, it's fantastic cricket and, and the players are, are so heavily invested in that game against New Zealand the other night was one of the better ones we've seen for quite some time. Where do you think... The sort of the 50-over game sits now, given the, the prevalence of T20 and, and still test cricket really strong. Oh, yeah, it's an interesting one. I reckon, um, yeah, there's still definitely a place for it. Um, I definitely love playing it. Um, yeah, potentially it's the um, least favourite format for fans to watch. But, yeah, it's still um, definitely a place for it there. And obviously the World Cup's the, the big one that everyone loves and, um, well, I certainly love watching it. So, um, yeah, hopefully it, it stays around for many years to come. So next up for the Vicks, uh, Tassie. Uh, and, well, I guess their confidence is going to be sky high after their uh, amazing uh, fourth innings run chase. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, yeah, Froggy Freeman there getting it done. So I'm sure, yeah, they'll be um, very confident coming into that game. So we'll have our work 
cut out for us as always in shield cricket. You know, every um, every team's pretty strong these days. So um, yeah, looking forward to to what's in store for us at the junction. But yeah, hopefully we can um, keep the the streak going. What sort of wicket do you expect at the junction compared to to what you played on at the G? Um, well, hopefully there's a little bit in it. I think yeah, in the past um, they they've tried to maybe make some spinning wickets that haven't fun as much as we would have liked, um, but he, he made a really good one for us um, yeah, last season um, against New South, which did a little bit. So, um, yeah, hopefully it's um, that way. I think that would suit us nicely. So a um, little bit in it would be good. Will you call heads or tails this week? Oh, what do you reckon? Ah, uh, no. Nah. Uh, heads, heads for brains. I reckon heads. Yeah, okay. Well, might have to take your uh, advice there because I'm, I'm really struggling. Uh, you'll be right. You'll be right. Hey, Will, thanks so much for your time. Congratulations. Uh, great to see the Vicks on the board. And uh, let's hope uh, we start a run of wins uh, from now on in. Thanks for your time. Thanks very much, Julian. Appreciate it. Great to have Will Sutherland on the show. That was our McCaffey coffee, uh, coffee catch-up. Buy a pair of Silly Socks for five ninety five from now until November 18 to support Ronald McDonald House Charities. Reminder, Blues fans, get on the line. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. That's the Werribee Kia open line. It's awarded National Kia Car Dealer of the Year. Werribee Kia makes buying cars easy. We want to know the upside and the downside for the Blues in season 2024. Give us your thoughts on the signing of Horatio Fantasia. We know the talent, just the body has let him down, but do you think that was an area, your small fours that you needed to strengthen? Does he get a game at Carlton next year if he's fit and firing? Uh, give us your thoughts on that one as well. Uh, we'll have a Signet Boost power bank for our best caller. So the upside and downside for the Blues. Just noticing uh, off uh, a line here from Tom Decent, who uh, broke the story, of course, about Eddie Jones. Uh, he's got a line from Hamish McLennan, who is the boss of Rugby Australia, saying he won't quit over the Eddie Jones resignation, saying more dest- destabilisation will just make matters worse just when we're about to break through. Life is not a continuous line of perfect calls and success. So not sure everyone in the world of rugby will agree with that, but uh, that is what the boss is